Sweet. All right, guys, welcome back to the Dude with the Bible YouTube channel and podcast. All right. Today, we're going to continue the Matthew into the Bible series. OK, or into the Bible series in the book of Matthew. All right. Um, and today we're going to be doing Matthew chapter five. Now, forgive me if I ever say that the Beatitudes are in Matthew six or Matthew five. I always mix it up. But, but forgive me for those of you who, who can give me grace, give me grace with that. Um, sometimes because things I'm usually there's so much to study between those two books. Sometimes I just mix them up by mistake. But the Beatitudes are in Matthew chapter five. All right. So we're going to continue today. Make sure that you follow along. If you can, don't forget to like, share and subscribe. Sharing is caring. All right. So. Matthew chapter five, we're reading from the New Living Translation, also known as the NLT. All right, so it says, one day as he saw the crowds gathering to Jesus, Jesus went up to the mountainside and sat down and his disciples gathered around him and he began to teach them. And he says, God blesses those, God blesses those who are poor and realize their need for him, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. God blesses those who mourn, for they will be comforted. God blesses those who are humble, for they will inherit the whole earth. God blesses those who, who hunger and thirst for justice, for they will be satisfied. God blesses those who are merciful, for they will be shown mercy. God blesses those who, whose hearts are pure, for they will see God. God blesses those who work for peace, for they will be called the children of God. God blesses those who are persecuted for doing the right thing. For the kingdom of heaven is theirs. All right. When we see the right thing, they're talking about relative to Christianity, relative to um, godly principles. Right. Verse uh, 11. God blesses you when people mock you and persecute you and lie about you and say all sorts of evil things against you because you are my followers. Be happy about it. Be very glad for a great reward awaits you in heaven. And remember, Ancient prophets were persecuted in the same way. Why? Stay obeyed, God. Okay. So you are the salt. You are the salt of the earth. He says to the crowd. But what good is it if salt loses its flavor? Can you make it salty again? It will be thrown out and trampled underfoot as worthless. You are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your heavenly father. All right. Don't misunderstand why I have come, Jesus says. I did not come to abolish the law of Moses or the writings of the prophets. No, I came to accomplish their purpose. I tell you the truth. Until heaven and earth disappear, not even the smallest detail of God's law will disappear until its purpose is achieved. So if you ignore the least commandment and teach others to do the same, you will be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. But anyone who obeys God's laws and teaches them will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. But I warn you, unless your righteousness is better than that of the righteousness, uh, the righteous teachers of the religious laws, 
and the Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. You have heard that our ancestors were told, you must not murder. If you commit murder, you are subject to judgment. But I say to you, if you are even angry with someone, you are subject to judgment. If you call someone an idiot, you are in danger of being brought before the court. And if you curse someone, you are in danger of the fires of hell. So if you are presenting a sacrifice at the altar in the temple and you suddenly remember that someone has something against you, leave your sacrifice there at the altar. Go and be reconciled to that person. That person then come and offer your sacrifice to God when you are on the way to the court with your adversary settle your differences quickly otherwise your accuser may hand you over to the judge who will hand you over to an officer and you will be thrown into prison and if that person if that happens you surely won't be free again until you have paid the last penny you have heard the commandment says you must not commit adultery but I say anyone who even looks at a woman must with lust has already committed adultery with her in his heart. So if you, if your eye, if, if your eye, even your good eye causes you to lust, gouge it out and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than your whole body to be thrown into hell. And if your hand, even your stronger hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. Okay. You have heard that the what the law says a man can divorce his wife by merely giving her a written notice of divorce this is according to jewish culture but i say that a man who divorces his wife unless she has been unfaithful causes her to commit adultery and anyone who marries a divorced woman also commits adultery again around jewish culture but gotta look at the concept here right and I'll, I'll get back to that. Man, there's so much here, guys. <laughs> you have also uh, heard that our ancestors were told, you must not break your vows. You must carry out, out the vows you make to the Lord. But I say, do not make any vows. Do not say by heaven or make an oath because heaven is God's throne. And do not say by the earth because the earth is his footstool. And do not say by Jerusalem, for Jerusalem is the city of the great king. Do not even say by my head, for you can't turn one here white or black on your head. Just say a simple yes, I will or no, I won't. Anything beyond this is going to probably come from the evil one. Or it does come from the evil one, okay? Uh, you have heard the law that says the punishment must match the injury an eye for an eye and a two for a two but i say do not resist an evil person uh if someone slaps you on the right cheek and offers the other cheek also if you are sued in court offer the other cheek to them also if you are sued in court and your shirt is taken from you give your coat too if a soldier demands that you carry his gear for a mile carry it two miles give to those who ask and don't turn away from uh, those who want to borrow you have heard that the law says, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say, love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. In that way, you will be acting as true children of your father in heaven. For he gives his sunlight to both the evil and the good. And he sends rain on the just and the unjust alike. If you love only those who love you, what reward is, what reward is there for that? 
Even corrupt tax collectors do that much. If you are kind to only your friends, how are you different from anyone else? Even pagans do that. But if you are perfect, even as your but be but you are to be perfect, even as your Father in heaven is to be perfect. So essentially, live into that standard in that in that sense in that context. Um, what do we see here, guys? In Matthew chapter five, God wants you to outdo one another in love. He wants you to put your best foot forward when you're trying to represent Him. All right, He wants you, from what we see here. To be that city set on a hill, to make sure that your good deeds, that your your intention is to glorify God, to get people to think about God, to glorify God. It's going to be a lot easier to do this if you're a spirit-led person. Spend time reading God's word. Spend time praying uh, what you about what you see in God's word and discussing that with God, making your requests known to God, glorifying God in prayer, right, in worship. And then praise. Oftentimes the songs that we sing are praising God. It's, we're still using that to praise God. So try doing it in your car when you drive or when you walk or when you're going for a run or you're working out at the gym, right? Or doing it with your children, doing it with a spouse or a friend, if you can find any. Okay. But guys, when Jesus is giving this um great sermon on the mount as it's famously called he's giving us he's through the first through the beatitudes he's showing us what godly character is when it manifests when it manifests through the human body this is the process of overcoming the evil carnal temporal flesh with good this is how you overcome evil with good do what the Beatitudes are telling you. These are godly biblical principles that I speak to all the time. And when you live these out, you will find yourself being considered righteous before God. But your heart, if you have trouble doing the right thing so that you naturally are pleasing God or you, you may not feel like you're honoring God, talk to him about that. Give him a call, right? Call God. <laughs> okay, you want to ask God to help you to naturally, supernaturally, right, live out these principles, right, so that you can be blessed. He says, blessed are those who are poor and realize their need for him, right, need for him, for the kingdom is, is of heaven is is uh, theirs. So you got to humble yourself and admit that you actually need help. Confess your sin. It, you know, surrender your life to God. Admit that you need a savior and proclaim Jesus as Lord. Proclaim that proclaim on the that he died in the mountain, that he he died and rose again. You may not have a mountain to proclaim it from, but you want to do this in your heart. I said, blessed are those who mourn. They'll be comforted. All the agony and all the pain and the, the fear and the attacks that you face through life and the losses that you had. Especially even those that were self-inflicted. You may be in mourning. But ask God to put you on the straight path. Ask God to help you get your life together. 
forgive yourself and ask God to forgive you of your sins and give him the will. Let him help you make decisions. It's going to be hard to hear him guide you and so you can make decisions if you're not reading your word and you're not praying. And sometimes you don't need to say much to God. As you're going on your walk, there might be times where you just sit in the presence of God and just listen instead of always talking and asking. Just listen. Okay, so there's also uh, he said, bless, bless those who hunger and thirst for justice, right? For they will be satisfied. So we are in a time where people want justice for, you know, um, deaths. People want justice for America. They want America to be great again. You have some people who think that um, you uh, have some people who think, um, you know, if we protest in the streets for this thing, that this is going to change the world. The change changes are going to come. There's going to be some kind of change, whether it's good change or bad change. But here, the justice that God is talking about is the justice that Jesus brings down to earth to defend us from sin, to, to the, defend us from Satan and from eternal damnation and self-destruction. Because it was an injustice that was done to us by Adam and Eve and by Satan by coming into a covenant in the garden and disobeying God. Satan, Lucifer, he di di um, disobeyed God. And then he encouraged Adam and Eve to disobey God. So there was an injustice done against God himself. But Jesus came to bring justice. And so when we um, duplicate God, the Lord's efforts, dupl dupl duplicate Jesus's efforts of spreading the gospel and living out the gospel, living out these beatitudes, we are fighting for justice. We are social justice. We are justice warriors. We are gospel justice warriors, in fact, because we're following God's blueprint for um, justification um, and fighting for the, the, the gospel standard to be spread out in the earth through us and for us. Okay. So it said, bless those who are humble, for they will inherit the, inherit the whole earth. Self-explanatory. Bless those who hunger, thirst for justice again. Um, bless those who are merciful, for they will be shown mercy. All right, guys, remember that. Uh, it's not an eye for an eye anymore, right? This isn't Mesopotamia. This isn't, we don't do things as Christians. We should not do things the same way the world does. It is not an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. It's about obeying God. Even when we feel like we've been wrong, let God lead you in those situations to free you from unforgiveness, from resentment, from bitterness after breakups, after parents abandoning you, children hurting you, um, bosses. I mean, I've had so many bosses cross me, but God brought healing to my life. Okay. You got to trust God with it, guys. Let Jesus fight your battles. He's the Lord of hosts. He's the line of Judah. He can fight your battles for you. He's been doing it for ages. Okay. All right. So be merciful. And for uh, those with a pure heart, like your Enoch's, right? Like your Elijah's, Elisha or Elijah, one of those guys. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
So you want to, if you have a pure heart, you will see God. Okay. Uh, bless those who work for peace for they be called the children of God. Another version said, blessed are the peacemakers. So here we see that there's a reward when you are a peacemaker between when you're standing for the gospel correctly, when you're living out the gospel and you voice your opinion for the pure gospel, you can even help cultural Christians get out of their place of delusion. Because you have some people who they don't realize they worship a flag or they worship their country or they worship their culture. And then they've mixed God into that. And they assume that to be the reason why they have comfort is because God placed on it. But what we see here in Matthew chapter five is he reigns on the just and the unjust. That means there is a level of common grace that does not mean you have favor from God or that you are blessed by God. It's just the natural grace that, that everyone has, okay? You don't necessarily have favor because you have more earthly items or earthly power. What God's, how God sees favor and being blessed is when his children obey him and represent Christ. And they get to have the secrets of the kingdom revealed to them. They get to have a powerful, dynamic, and fruitful walk with Jesus Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit. Okay? And you'll, and as other earthly things manifest in your life, other than your needs, you'll know to just give credit to God. No matter how much you have, as long as you have God, you have everything you need. Right. He said, bless, bless those who are persecuted for doing the right thing. Um, and the kingdom of God is yours. So if you're persecuted for being a Christian, that's and I'm not talking about being persecuted for being religious. I'm talking about being persecuted solely because you love Jesus, you proclaim Jesus and you put everything before him, including culture, including whatever other religion is in your state or country. When you put Jesus first, you're going to meet opposition in the world, but that's okay. He's with you. All right, my friends. Okay. And there's so much more here. I probably should have made this a two-parter, but as we see, Jesus is um, showing us that his purpose was not to abolish the law, but to fulfill the law. So he's living a life in a world that's not counterintuitive to scriptural text in the Old Testament, but it's further enhancing it. Uh, um, and it's it's not, not just enhancing it, but the word I'm looking for is God is uh, using Jesus to confirm and affirm the prophecies in the Old Testament, right? So he, that's why he said he came to fulfill the law, which is super important because it aligns with everything that was historically done through the people in the Middle East, through the people of Israel, so that people can be blessed and strengthened, strengthened, and people can be confident that when they come to Jesus, they are it's credible, right? And that there's true salvation through through Jesus Christ. Okay. And there's a there's a bunch of housekeeping that God goes into adultery, divorce, uh, teaching about vows and revenge and loving your enemies. Now he's, God's conceptually trying to show us that you can create enemies in your family, in your neighborhood, at school, at work, 
in any institution you you come across, but you know in your neighborhood. But what you have to remember is that your number one enemy is Satan. Your your big enemy is your flesh, right? When your carnal desires lead you to do something you shouldn't be doing because it's going to damage your walk with the Lord or dampen it. And I think in summation here, just be mindful, guys. God wants you to stay focused on him. For zero in on focusing on doing, practicing his these biblical principles, such as living out the Beatitudes so that you will be blessed. When you obey him by following these, these Beatitudes, you are going to naturally find a more peaceful experience. You'll be able to learn how to trust God more. You'll have peace in your heart, even in the midst of trial, even in the midst of temptation, and you'll get more direction. You'll have direction. You'll have, you'll gain more wisdom. It's not going to be easy. It's going to hurt at times. It's going to hurt. I won't lie to you, but you can trust God. Okay. Settle this in your heart to, to, if you got to write it down, if you have to remind yourself to, Continue to practice and using proven strategies like reading your Bible, praying, fellowship, praise, and even fasting at times to make sure you're honoring God. And you can be a blessing for the kingdom and, the, the, and people can be blessed by the kingdom through you. All right, guys, that's all I got. This is Minister Jay. This is the Dude with the Bible YouTube channel, okay? and podcasts. You can catch us on the podcast, the podcast platforms like Spotify and Google One Podcast and a few other ones. Uh, like, shot, like, share, and subscribe. Uh, and don't forget, um, if you need to reach me directly, reach me, reach out at dudewiththebible at yahoo.com. All right, guys. Love you tons. Take care.